Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Derp. Yeah? Yep. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? You love Christmas. I sure do. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> okay, let's start again. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Ready. Now? Now. Okay. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? You love Christmas. I love Christmas. What's it to you? Huge, uh, long family tradition. To Port Townsend? No, no. I grew up in Newfoundland. In Canada, mm-hmm. home of the first legal weed sale in Canada. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Half an hour time zone ahead of the rest of Canada. So we got the first legal weed sale there. And um, yeah, growing up, it was just, I don't know, it's very like sparkly, twinkly lights, tobogganing, you know, eggnog. We put the tree up on Christmas Eve. We have kind of like an old traditional Christmas in my family. It's a very um, English Christmas. They have Christmas in England? They do have Christmas in England, yes. And they I didn't celebrate- know that. <laughs> They celebrate the 12 days of Christmas. So it's much more like you don't put the tree up until Christmas Eve and then um, you take it down on uh, January 6th. And those are the oh, 12 so, days. So the 25th is Christmas, but mm-hmm. then you celebrate that for 12 more days. Yep. Like on the first day of Christmas, that's, that's actually English? Christmas. Can you do it in an, can you sing it in, in an accent? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a great tweet recently though that said there are 12 days of Christmas and none of them are in fucking November. <laughs> and that's the, I know or whenever know. the Christmas decorations come out right around April. Ugh, I don't know. I mean, I love Christmas so much that I don't mind seeing twinkly lights and trees and, you know, hot cocoa and skating rinks and all those wintry Christmassy things all the time. But the actual like, commercialization of the holiday with the hard sell starting, you know, before Thanksgiving nowadays, it's just a drag. Like, it's just a drag. It's, yeah. it's about, you know, being with people who you care about, whether that's family or friends or your dog or whoever it is. And, you know, celebrating. I don't know. It's not a religious holiday for me at all. Well, what's your eggnog recipe? Oh, it's my sister's eggnog recipe, and it is like a giant liter of screech, which is a Newfoundland rum um, that is just like, it's when you come to Newfoundland someday, we'll get you screeched in. It's a traditional <laughs> thing to, to make you an honorary Newfoundlander. You get screeched in with this screech rum, and you have to kiss a cod, and there's a whole thing. Wait, okay. One, uh, without this beard, I look like screech. Oh. So uh, that'll be real fun for me when I do come visit. Huh. Because I can be like screech getting screeched in. I don't see it. Oh, thank you. Mm. A lot of people do, <laughs> including my mirror. Oh, weird. <laughs> I guess I didn't watch um, that show. So what's the, what's the breakdown of your of getting screeched in? Oh, you... screeched in is a weird, you know, dumb kind of tourist ritual, but I kind of love it, where you take someone who's visiting Newfoundland out on the town, you take them down to George Street and into one of the bars on George Street. And most of those places will do a screeching in ceremony. And I'm not going to give too much away because, you know, you got to do it to, to experience it. But um, Really? Yeah. The end of it is you drink screech and you kiss a cod. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a certificate that says you've been screeched in. That sounds so fun. Yeah. So screech is like the Newfoundland rum that is very old school. It started during the salt cod rum trade between... Portugal and Newfoundland and Jamaica it was like uh, the cod would be caught in Newfoundland and then shipped to um, Jamaica and Portugal and rum would be shipped from Jamaica to Newfoundland and Portugal. And that was the triangle of like salt and rum and cod and um, 
for that, for what you just said, mm-hmm. I am a little too high to have followed it. <laughs> okay, forget like, it. I saw your hand make a triangle and then make a triangle backwards, and all I heard was not much of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, sorry. For, listen, I could, could do, can you hear my eggnog recipe? Yeah, I would love to hear that. All right. <laughs> Let's not talk about um, the commerce of the transatlantic <laughs> trade. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to <laughs> Weed and Grub. Yeah, a, a podcast about the history of commerce and transatlantic trade. No, it's a podcast about weed and grub. You guys know. Yeah, we're here to we tell get you. High, we talk about food. We just wake and baked. Waked, we did. Waked, waked and ba- we woke Woked and baked. Yeah, that was a fucking good way to start the day. So, uh, eggnog. Yeah. What's your What's your uh, recipe? A whole whack of rum, a bunch of fresh eggs, heavy cream, sugar. And then you whip the whites of the eggs and fold it in after you've added the yolk. So it's this like creamy, dreamy with like a, it's got sort of a foamy top and then you sprinkle nutmeg on that. So it's basically rum with cream and eggs and that's it. And it's crazy delicious. Do you put it in like a high sided pan or is it in like a big soup stock pot? You don't cook it. It's uncooked. Oh, it's it's, uncooked? Yeah, you do not cook it. It is raw. Wow. Eggs. You are playing with your life. You're like drinking Rocky, like a Rocky, like an alcoholic Rocky movie on Christmas Eve. I mean, the idea is that the alcohol kind of, you know, gives the eggs the, the, you know, spank on the ass they need to not be, you know, toxic. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. But you are, you know, conceivably you could, you know, if you got a bad egg in there, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be feeling so good. But my sister always makes it with really fresh, beautiful eggs and heavy cream. And she whisks a shit ton of rum in and sugar. And then we stand around and drink it while we look at the Christmas tree twinkle and we put up decorations and it's pretty great. It sounds wonderful. It is wonderful. Also, I feel like eggnog would be like a, a creeper drunk for me. Like oh, you, I would just be like drinking it because I'm like, this is delicious and it's milkshakey and it's so good. And next thing I know, I'm like, oh no, I just stood up for the first time in two hours and I got to sit back down. You actually can't get drunk on it because it's so rich that you can only have like one. It's not like the commercial kind of eggnog that comes in cartons where you could actually drink like 12 ounces of it. This is like, you have like a three ounce glass. It's so fucking rich. You can't get, I mean, I guess you could if you, it's like, but, but it's like drinking a tub of ice cream. It's, you know, it's Ugh. so fucking rich. I did have, when I lived with a bodybuilder on his cheat day he would chug three he would microwave three pints of ben and jerry's and then drink them back to back to back on his Mm -hmm. cheat day no yeah stop every sunday he would order two papa john pizzas uh buy a huge thing of reese's cups like a big bag of them three pints of ben and jerry's and he would just sit in front of the tv all day eat all of that and chug ben and jerry's and then um usually like get real sick go to bed wake up the next day and work out Wow, what a weird mental illness. <laughs> it's word, right? right? Yeah. There's something that's just, there's like a weird switch in your brain to do that. Well, because the sorry, rest I'm of so, the week, yeah. the rest of the week, it was steamed broccoli and chicken breasts and egg white omelets um, with maybe a little bit of, not even salt, like just pepper on it because of the sodium, you know. What was he like? Who was? Who, we didn't get along great. Once we got along great until we moved in together and then it was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine someone like that is just so... It's like, you know, the old priests who used to, like, wear hair shirts and flog themselves, and then, like, on on one day, maybe they would let themselves, like, have a piece of pie or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that weird, like, self-denial and then binging and then denial and binging. That's an illness. That's an actual illness. Absolutely. Hmm. He wasn't easy to live with. His body? Incredible. I bet he looked amazing. Fucking amazing. And, like, 
like a six pack on top of a six pack. You oh, know wow. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But whew. did he seem happy? No. Oh no. He it was because it's never enough. You know, like you're chasing the unobtainable, whether it's because of your genetics or whether it's because you don't have the human growth hormone and steroids that are the best of the best. So you're you're like you're injecting mids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like essentially that kind of a thing. Like it's just never enough and uh, it'll never be enough. Wow. Yeah. And when I see people like that with muscles like that and like, you know, 0% body fat and stuff, I always wonder if they're actually in shape, you know, because like athletes who I think are really, you know, or, or like outdoorsmen or, yes. you know, people who are like hiking and climbing mountains or, you know, slogging through marshes to go fishing or loggers or, or athletes or any of those people who are really using their bodies never look like that. No, but they look, they look better to me because it's like oh. everyday living, f- yeah. strong physiques. Much more beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. And rough, rough hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many like I'm thinking of ballet dancers right now. How beautiful oh, their bodies about, are too. I'm thinking of like my friends who are like kayakers and they like grow weed on farms. And oh, you're yeah. thinking about ballet dancers who point their toes and have like perfect form. Well, I just saw a production of the Nutcracker. That's oh, why the, right. the man, the male dancer that um, was dancing the main role in the show was so beautiful, and every muscle had muscles, and it was all sinew and but beautiful length. And of course, then like you know the the active like throwing yourself into the air and it's just so beautiful and I just think those like the people who are like building their bodies and worrying about like muscles on muscles can they even like pick things up no because their arms are too short yeah (laughs) they can't reach around their uh, delts to pick anything up does anyone I wonder if anyone listening is like works out a lot and has uh like a regime a regime a regimen yeah, a regime <laughs> is. Fuck am uh, I? <laughs> Are you running any- a small country <laughs> where you're forcing people to work out? <laughs> Do you have a bodybuilding regime? Fuck. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I, about Christmas. One yes. more thing. Yes. You, you got a really cool gift in the mail that. Uh, we wanted to talk about because I haven't even looked at it yet. This is the first time I've taken a peek. Okay, I'm glad you brought it up because I have it right here and it's so pretty. It's the Mistletoke, which Such is... Such a fun name. I know. So there's this uh, company called Zoma Cannabis and they created a mistletoe out of weed. So Can I open it up? Yeah, please do. Okay, cool. So Zoma Cannabis partnered with One Tree Planted, which is a um, charity that's... Oh, it smells so good. Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, they're assisting in the recovery efforts of the California fires with this. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So oh, so it's, it's money for charity. Yep. And it's their uh, holiday offering. And they the, one of the coolest things, I think, is that the first 50 mistletokes they were offering available to Los Angeles residents for free. You could email info at zomacannabis.com. Mm-hmm. And for the first 50 Los Angelinos, uh, they were sending out mistletokes. That's so cool. So this is great. Also, the buds on it look great. Can you describe it or do you want me to describe it for everybody? You should everybody? describe it. Okay, so basically, um, everyone knows what mistletoe looks like. It hangs from the ceiling. But this one, in addition to the red berries and the green grassy leaves, um, it has big, fat, beautiful buds hanging from it too and a nice big red bow. And the buds are crystally and they have beautiful red hairs and they smell... Awesome. Nice and piney, nice right? Nice and fucking it piney. kind of smells like Christmas. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so it's great. Oh, and then you hang this on your ceiling. Yeah. And anyone who walks under it has to like smoke a joint with you? Exactly. Cool. Yeah. 
This is so nice. It's so I nice know. of them to send this to you. I know. It's lovely. Um, and we'll put it on our Insta. And if you wanted to uh, order a mistletoe for yourself, you have to live in California. Okay. Um, but they're also making, um, if you buy one and then you want to make a donation to the California Recovery, the uh, company Zoma is matching donations as well. So That's great. It's just all goodwill. Yeah. And um, and you know what? If you don't live in, Cal- like if I didn't live in California, maybe I would still want to like make a little project with my friends for decorations and make our own mistletoes and then still donate to a charity. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Charity of your choosing is a great way to round out the year. I think so. It's so important at the end of the year. Like yeah. I feel like I'm so selfish 360 days of the year. Mm. So those last four try and give back as much as possible. Where you have the, there's a missing day. <laughs> oh no. Oh, fuck. Where did <laughs> fuck. it go? Where did that day go? <laughs> yeah. It's really a, a great way to feel good about yourself while doing good things for others and you know you can you can shout it out on your ig and and do all that or you can do it quietly and just you know Mm -hmm. give some money to an organization that's doing stuff that you care about and some of the great organizations here in california are assisting in um wildfire recovery and um there are also organizations that are um Supporting, for instance, the warriors, um, like veterans returning with yeah, PTSD, PTSD stuff, yeah. um, weed for warriors or um, WAM, which is a wonderful um, medical marijuana alliance up in NorCal. They're just a bunch of like nonprofits that you can look into and give your money to if you want to support um, legal and medical marijuana with your charity dollars. It's fantastic. And those places exist in most states, I feel like. Now, even states that don't have medical marijuana, you can still give to normal. Of course. You are so, I'm such a curmudgeon over the holidays Mm. because I get so much anxiety about the holidays and I get angry about the holidays, quite frankly. So to talk with you because you are sparkly and rosy cheeked about the whole thing, it really like lightens me up quite a bit. That's so nice. Thank you. Well, I, I had a it. great time making ginger snaps with you. That felt like very sparkly and twinkly for both of us. It was so fun. All yeah. uh, shout out to Magical Butter. Uh, used a whole stick of Magical Butter butter <laughs> <laughs> in there. Infused Magical Butter. Yeah, for yeah. ginger snaps. And by the way, that ginger snap recipe was fucking bomb. Yeah. Shout out to KitchenAid. Uh, real big fan of your products. And was it, it was a Bon Appetit or an Epicurious recipe? Ep- uh, Epicurious recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We'll put um, it on our IG. Oh, I remember. Because you put on Christmas music for us to bake to. Yeah. And that was a game changer for me. Because it doesn't occur to me, nor does my family really play Christmas music uh-huh. at all. So when I heard that, I did get warm. And my blood, you know, blushed a little bit. It's nice. It kind of warms you up from the inside, doesn't it? It's yeah. a, like I didn't grow up actually listening to Christmas music like that, like that kind of like American like Christmas like Bing Crosby stuff. I grew up listening to um, a lot of uh, sort of like English choirs. Oh yeah, and you know, uh, sort of like background like ah that kind of stuff. Or Ravi Shankar, which was you know my dad's thing. He loved Indian sitar music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but here in the U.S., I love, love, love American it's holiday music. It's so funny when um, you were like, all these men are singing so slow, like they're all so drunk. <laughs> like every well, the weather outside, they all sound like they're on codeine. <laughs> <laughs> every, they're all like written for like the dad of the family who just leaned in, starting at noon, and he's like, "We're singing." The, the There's a Rudolph the Red. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I really do. I love uh, Christmas music and the holidays and the twinkly lights, especially. And 
exchanging gifts with friends and going to see something like the Nutcracker and Mistletoe. I'm like a bit of a Christmas nerd. I always have been unapologetically so. Can I can I climb on a horse that's pretty tall? Yeah, get up on it. Okay, it's a high horse. All right. I hate this holiday because of the guilt I feel for not buying things for people because the government wants me to. Oh, that's so easy to take away. That's so easy to it, take away. Like gas prices go lower so that you spend more, or so you have more money to spend on the economy in other sure. ways, right? Travel and gifts and Amazon, wherever you get them. Like, so they lower and cheapen everything and send you mad amount of coupons. And then Cyber Monday and Black Friday and all that shit, it makes me it makes me want to puke. And so I'm immediately anti-Christmas because I, I hate the um, social responsibility that the government puts on me. But you're not anti-Christmas. You're anti-commercialization of Christmas, which is totally great and easy to take away. Like, just don't buy anything. But then what do I do for my family when they get me stuff? Give them something that means something to you that you didn't buy. Maybe something that you made or... Make something. Oh, my God. Always. Make a gift. Yes. Make gifts. Like, I used to... I mean... I don't know. I think every mom wants to get something from her child that they made over something that they bought. Like, uh, I remember I used to like, (laughs) my mom used to sometimes be like, just write me a story. And I'd be like, okay. But then I'd write her a little short story and like maybe make her a character in it. And that was always really special for her. She really loved that. And she makes me things. That painting on my wall right behind me. Yeah, it's incredible. She painted that for me. Fuck, she's talented. Yeah, she's an amazing painter. And um, I don't know, my sister one year when she moved from Maine to uh, Washington where she lives now, did this huge road trip and was like changing her life in this huge way. And she and my dad are both scientists. And so they both pick up like bones and like, I don't know, artifacts along the way, wherever they're traveling. And they would give those as gifts. So there was one year when I got a beautifully wrapped piece of buffalo shit. What? Yep. From the Great Plains. And it was like a huge fucking cool thing. It was like, is it like petrified? It was just like a buffalo patty, like a cow patty, but it was from a bison. And it was like beautifully wrapped. And my dad and I each got one, you know, like that kind of thing where you're like, I was in this crazy place and I saw this cool thing and I did not purchase it i picked it up off the ground or out of the what's crazy about that is that my first aversion is like oh my god uh like a bag of shit like somebody gave you literal bag of shit but then i'm like oh i've never seen buffalo shit before right i've never seen it and i don't know that i've ever been that close to a bison except for at the zoo when they're not really interested in being there you know right that's kind of fucking cool. I mean, I can't say that everyone in every family is going to be stoked to receive a piece of buffalo poop, but there's got to be something that you can bring home from Los Angeles that you didn't purchase that doesn't make you feel that icky feeling, like something like a beautiful rock from, you know, a hike that, you know, your parents can put by the fireplace or... I love those because they're totems. Know? Yeah. Instead of like, uh, here's a here's an Alexa, I guess use it and get used to that. Yeah. Like, here's an amazing feather that I found, or I'm actually, I know my sister doesn't listen to this, so I feel okay saying it here, because I asked her what she wanted and uh, this year, and she was here visiting me at one point in August, and there's this beetle here in LA that's called the Fig Eater, and they're huge, green, jewel-like beetles. They're like a couple inches long. I've seen them. They're like green fluorescent. Yeah, they look like June bugs, yeah. but bigger, and they 
they glitter in the sunlight and um, they are, they don't bite. You can like hold one in your hand. They just zoom around and eat rotting fruit in like for six weeks in the summer. It's the coolest fucking thing. They're everywhere and they're so loud. They're like, as they go past you. <laughs> like little coppers. They're Cop- yeah, choppers. Choppers. Yeah. Totally. They're not like cops. They're like <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, she was like, I want a fig eater. And it just so happens that I've picked up two dead fig eaters. Oh. And so I have one and I'm going to try and mount it on some cool little thing and give her that. But like, I don't know, just or whatever, bake cookies or write a poem or record yourself doing something goofy or, you know, your family's always going to remember that more than the gift card to fucking Best Buy. Exactly. You know? Exactly. This is so great to talk with you about as fucking always because (laughs) this is everything that I am like grinding my teeth to at night Hmm. and hearing you just be like, hey, little bitch. (laughs) <laughs> take a little time to make something for people that you love I and mean, it's like you have to be I have to be reminded about stuff like that because uh, because like all I think is like I guess I'll go on Amazon and find a, a, a samurai sword for my dad and a ricotta cheese kit for my brother and his husband and a sweater for my mom and not put much thought love or care into this but I guess we did the thing. Even if you are buying things and not like making things or picking up, you know, dead bugs off the ground for Christmas. If if you are buying things, if you don't have time to make things, just don't do it on Amazon. That'll also make you feel better to like go to a holiday market, go to, you know, whatever little open air market you have in your town or, or even a shopping mall. Fuck it, you know, but just like be around throngs of people shopping. It'll put you in the spirit. I no, promise. that puts me in the spirit to never have children. Well, that's that fine. is like a straight up like sex education in itself. That's fine. you look around and you're like, this is exactly why. <sighs> Oh, well, I can't help you with that, but (laughs) maybe you should make some gifts. I love that. Hey, Mary Jane. What's up, Mike? I don't know what to get for my friends over the holidays. Uh, I do. I'm giving everyone I love a magical butter machine. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. A magical butter machine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then all you do is like you put your flour in and you add your fat and Mm -hmm. then you set it and forget it and walk away. Next thing you know, you've got infused oil. You've got infused butter. You've got tinctures. You can make lube if you know you're real good friends with somebody <laughs> and it just takes up a little bit of room on your countertop and it's like a no mess situation it's really it. easy to clean and then when you have your infusion you just strain it through the purify bag that comes with it using the silicone love glove <laughs> and then you just give it a rinse and walk away it's so fucking easy to use yeah and it looks really cool on your counter because it has like those kind of like disco-y twinkly lights like a ufo that makes your mouth happy uh-huh it's great and it's got a limited warranty and a lifetime guarantee so so your investment is protected and it's an incredible great gift for any home cook. Yeah. Uh, well, and here's the beautiful part is if you put in the coupon code weed and grub, all one word at checkout, you save $30 at magicalbutter.com. Use the code weed and grub for $30 off your magical butter machine. And it will be a Merry Christmas for anyone you're giving it to. Fucking right. Happy holidays. Can I tell you one thing I got my family for Christmas? Yeah. One year? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Tell okay. Me. I'll tell you this. One year I was in... Uh, Chicago, and I just couldn't really. I only had enough money to get either everybody like a couple little things, or I could get like one big family thing that cost a lot. And so I set it up with this huge trucking company to drive from Chicago to St. Louis and leave in my family's front yard on Christmas morning an enormous ice sculpture of a rocket ship that said NASA. What the heck? <laughs> See, you are Christmassy. That's so Christmassy. I forgot all about that. Oh, 
what did they say? What did they, they were do? dumbfounded. Because yeah. who wakes up and opens the drapes and out in the front yard is a huge NASA rocket made of ice. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best gift I've ever given to anyone. That's I'm really, it was great. awesome. I love that. And then all the neighbors, when they're walking their fucking dogs, they're all like, what can I? And then like, you know, people are getting selfies with an ice sculpture in the front, in the front of the Glazer house. Yeah. 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 That's lovely. I love that so much. My um, sister, my dad, who was sort of like the the sort of font of all things Christmassy, um, when he was getting older, he was on dialysis. And my sister, when he was in dialysis, did this amazing thing where she got one of those like laser lights that's like a spray of lights that just covers Ooh, the whole that house. sounds pretty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see them sometimes. And so she lit up the whole house with these twinkly, twinkly lights and the tree outside and everything. And she like went and got them. And as they, she was bringing him home and it was all dark and she pulled into the driveway and the whole house was lit up and he'd never seen anything like that and he was just so blown away and she said it was just like it felt like the most Christmas Christmassy moment for her wow that's it like a little surprise of something beautiful for someone mm. you love you know I just felt my shoulders drop from around my ah, neck thank yeah. you Mary Jane oh I <laughs> it's great you're a Christmas miracle I am I like Christmas very much if you were I, Santa what would you want your snack to be oh well in my house, Santa always got whiskey or port. I know the tradition with a lot of people is what? Milk? Milk and cookies, right? Milk and cookies, sure. Right. So in my house, it was always... <laughs> <laughs> a pint of whiskey. Some whiskey. <laughs> or some port. And maybe some like a bullet um, mixed nuts, you know? Oh, you're you have doing to crack it right. with the nutcracker. Yeah. Kind of old school. Um, if I were Santa traveling around the world in like furs and cold, I would definitely be um, hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps. Mm. And, Whipped um, cream on that? Yeah, sure, a little whip, sure. or maybe some mellow, some marshmallows, a little yeah, marshmallows, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, Toblerone, like nougat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a great pull. It's Christmassy I, to me. It is really Christmassy. Yeah. That's a nice answer. And maybe like a fucking goose sandwich if I was really feeling the need for like real sustenance with like gravy and cranberry sauce. Oh, like a Thanksgiving leftover kind of sitch. But, but with, with goose. But with goose. Mm. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Oh, wow. Santa's Santa's <laughs> taking naps at every house. <laughs> Santa's trusting the reindeer to get him where he goes. Yeah. Or she, her, Mrs. Claus. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think Santa is actually uh, non-binary. Oh, okay. I think so. Cool. Yeah. All the good little boys and girls, or if you identify as non-gender specific. Okay. I, I can take it. Right. Santa could be, but, well, Santa is kind of who, Santa's just magic. I mean, you know, yeah. exactly. Santa's a, Santa's a concept, <laughs> not a real person. Ding. Oh my God. For any children listening, cover your ears. Oh, Santa's not real. Oh no. But the magic of what he embodies is. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely true. Cool. Listen. I'm cheerier now. What is your snack? Ho- I'm Holly Jolly Glazer. What's your Santa snack? My Santa snack would be... A dirty martini with blue cheese olives. Oh. Um, a blue dream. Okay. I'd love a little like bong rip of blue dream. Okay. A dirty martini. Um, and a BLT. Oh, fuck. Good call. Yeah. Yep. That sounds great. With like thick cut bacon, mm. a good smear of like dill mayonnaise, Ooh. big red juicy tomatoes, crisp lettuce, and... Uh, I'd really like if the bread was only toasted on the inside, not the outside, so it doesn't scrape the roof of my mouth. Okay. But like on a good, maybe wheat, maybe sourdough. 
maybe mm. have you ever had a challah blt fuck that sounds amazing yeah yeah uh, mm. no not yet but maybe come on maybe for that one yeah well i was just interviewed for a canter's write-up at up rocks that's right i, I should have written i should have uh, called out their challah blt so i can give it a shot what was your uh contribution to that article you were, it was like uh, comedians writing about going to canter's after shows right yeah which is uh, like a famous all, over the holidays right and right. Cantor's, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, is a famous, de- like a Jewish deli in L.A. Yeah. That's 24 hours. 24 hours. Uh, the servers are just pleasant enough. Uh, the <laughs> food is fine, but it's the hang. It's the hang, and mm-hmm. it's the camaraderie, and uh, it's a menu that is 12 pages long, front and back, all small font. They have everything there. I had pickles and ranch there for the first time. <laughs> yeah, right? Dill pickles with ranch. How good is that? Listen... I want to say, actually, on that note, something that coming up to the end of the year that I'm grateful for, thanks oh, to you. Okay. You changed my mind about something. What? When we started this podcast, I was all blue cheese all the time, never ranch, no, no, no. I was ready to die on that hill and say, like, fuck ranch, fuck it hard. And mm-hmm. um, I have learned that I didn't really know what I was talking about and that ranch can be delicious and it has its place. And I really like ranch. Really? Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Mike. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Don't buy me anything for Christmas. That was the nicest. Yeah, you changed Thanks. my mind. All right. Well, I'll give one back to you. Okay. So you made something the other night, and you were like, do you want to come over and try this? And I was like, what is it? And you said, it's Chipino. Mm-hmm. And I am like way anti-soup. Yeah. But yo. I know. That shit is fucking Bomb, 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 bomb. Thanks. And it's, I know it's more of a stew. Right. But um, when we're t- when we're talking about bowls of broth, mm. same, same to me. Okay. I didn't really think about that when I asked you to come over and eat Chipino with me. I just was like, it's a hearty winter night bowl and I wanted to like hang out with you. So yeah. Like it tucked my stomach into bed. Oh, nice. It was so good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you You're for changing my mind about soup. Oh, well, look at us. Huh. We have how we've grown. How do you feel about clams? Well, I think because <laughs> we got into so it. so fucking wrong about them. Well, listen, you are so fucking wrong about it. Well, why don't you talk about how clams are bullshit, mm. waste of time, mm. lazy, and unsatisfying? What do you know about clams? Everything. No, you know nothing. I know all of it. Which clams are you talking about? The small ones that are. What did I call them the other night? The, the tofu of the sea. <laughs> clams are the tofu of the sea. You're just talking about manila clams. I'm talking about all clams all the time. Do you know about any other clams than manila clams? I know like, the small, I know the big, and I know the medium, and I know they all are unsatisfying and not worth it. Give me an oyster. Give me a clam on steroids. Or give me a mussel, which is like, you know, the king of the castle in the mollusk world as far as I'm concerned. Listen, every bivalve has its place, okay? Oysters, scallops, mussels clams they've all got their own little place in the food echelon and clams are fucking not the tofu of the sea clams give flavor there's clam juice in bottles they don't bottle like oyster juice or mussel juice you can go to the store and buy clam juice that's because they don't need to hide they don't need to hide behind the broth of themselves they are exactly who they are and that's a sturdy delicious gooey mess that runs down your throat like a luge you are making no sense you know nothing about clams. clams they're tiny and small and why would you get a clam over an oyster anytime when an oyster is like big and delicious because and a clam is like what it, a, a clam wishes it was a mussel? They're different flavors, you, you wacko. Well, like it's like having different kinds of uh, like tomatoes. Okay. Like sometimes you want a little cherry tomato or a little grape tomato and sometimes you want a big fat slice of a beef steak, right? 
I agree with everything except cherry tomatoes. I think they're pretty whack. Okay, well, listen. But, but that's like, you, you know, know what, what I'm saying. saying. Like sometimes you saying. want the tiny little ones that burst in your mouth that are beautiful in an arugula yeah. salad with a little steak and some sliced avocado. And sometimes you want a big, fat, thick slice of beef steak covered in salt for your BLT. Damn right. Or, you know, you want your, uh, if you're making a caprese, you might want like a, a vine tomato and you don't want the big beef steak or, you, or the little guy. Like there's just, you know, so it's similar with bivalves, I would say, with the clams, mussels, and oysters. Although you can't not... I'm, I'm making this comparison because you're making me crazy and I'm trying to actually make my point. It doesn't work. Clams, mussels, oysters, they're all super different. Scallops are even in their own fucking world. Well, but yeah, sca- yeah, yeah. Clams are great and I, I will die on that hill. That's a hill you're going to die on? Yeah. Clams? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what a slogan. <laughs> what are you writing? Copy? Are you writing yeah. clam copy now? Clams? Come on. <laughs> what are we doing here? oh my gosh you gotta all right well we each changed the other's mind about something this year and then we started (laughs) and then we started a new one yeah clams so okay we're coming into the end of our first year of making weed and grub yeah we are isn't that amazing it's it's flown by it really it's has. It's really fucking cool. I think this is going to be episode 39. Wow, really? Yeah. We're going to close out the year with 40, 41, I guess, if we drop one every Wednesday. Yeah. Cool. We've never missed an app. Hell no. Oh, thanks, everybody. Thank you so much, guys. This has been a truly incredible year of like, I don't know, just hanging out and talking to great people and smoking awesome weed and eating good food and in, like learning about the world. Talking to people online? Yeah. Oh, I, I look forward to opening Instagram every day. Yeah. Straight up. So this morning I woke up uh, and got a DM from at Outdoor Living is Better, mm-hmm. which is Corey up in British Columbia. What his handle is at Outdoor Living is Better? Yep. Got it. Okay. And he's been listening to Weed and Grub and like just writing to us about it and how much he digs it and like sending us pictures of food and pictures of himself listening at work inside his helmet when he's uh, sandblasting. It's awesome. We were like, are you in space? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm just at work. Um, and this morning... I got a DM and he was like, I'm running out of apps. I've caught up. Can you suggest any other pods? And I was like, oh my God. He's like, listen to all of them. And he was like, yeah. And I'm making a chicken pot pie right now that I think you and Mike would really dig. And he Uh sent a picture of that. And then he sent over a whisk pick. (laughs) And he asked, (laughs) and then he wrote, are you feeling whiskey? (laughs) And I was like, yep, I am feeling whiskey. He can cook. Yeah. He can cook. Fuck yes. Yeah. I think that's the other thing I'm thankful for in this whole year-end roundup of Weed and Grub Mm. is how many people have sent us pictures of them listening to us and also talking with us while cooking at home. Yeah. Like, it's so cool to know there's people all over the world who love to smoke a bowl, cook some food, drink some wine, Mm -hmm. and just chill and hang. Yeah. Also, can we shout out uh, your other friend? Jordan. Yes, please. Oh, man. Jordan uh, sent... There was a brunch that she was at in D.C. where she was like pouring syrup over buttery waffles and tagged us. And I don't know. I know she's been listening and cooking and like making amazing meals. Whole30, a lot of uh, Whole30 inspired stuff. That's fantastic uh, too. Yeah. Cooking at home, making beautiful stuff and just putting it on her IG. And her handle is, I need to look it up because it's. Well, while you look it up, I am so thankful for how many people talk to us on Instagram every day. It's amazing. I'm sorry I'm repeating myself if I am. But, you know, like everyone likes to cook, eat, smoke, drink, chill and laugh. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. What's Jordan's handle? Jordan's handle is Wanamaka. So it's 
uh, at W-A-N-N-E-M-A-C-H-A-A. And she's uh, amazing. She designs beautiful books. She She's a book cover artist. Yep. She's an incredible book designer. And um, I don't know. She's just really cool and fun. And even though we've never met in person, uh, I feel like I know her. See, that gets me so excited because... Uh, like to me, when you look at a cover of a book and you're like, I know the tone, the title, like it's all right there. Yeah. It's such a talent to it be able to do is. that. It truly is. It truly is. Yeah. It's amazing. Visual storytelling like that mm-hmm. is hard. Well, bad book design, you know, that book will never get picked up off the shelf. Like it's, yeah, it's the most important thing. You do judge a book by its cover actually. Huh. Well, <laughs> well, well. What do you know? <laughs> um, what about new year, new you? Oh, I don't know. I always, I don't really celebrate uh, January 1st as being the beginning of a new year. Me neither. You're right. You don't either, really? I don't. I celebrate it as spring always feels like the beginning and fall for me too. Like September, the that kind of like going back to school feeling for yeah. me always feels like the start of something. Yeah. And then spring coming out of winter, you know, celebrating uh, Aries season and all that kind of stuff. That always feels like a beginning, but like January 1st seems arbitrary to me and it doesn't ever feel like the start. Not at all. So I guess it's a good opportunity to like go home, deal with your relatives, <laughs> hopefully be kind to each other and reset a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know, new year, new me, not so much, but I guess if I were to say what I want to happen, like I think I want to try Whole30 again in January. I'm saying it here, so I have to do it. You can do it. I know I can do you it. You can do it. Thank you. Whole30 in January, you could totally do. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the, the right time to, yeah, just yeah. focus on, you know, being well. And to be fair to yourself, you started it right before holiday season like you tried to give it you tried to squeeze it in between like no well I was actually doing it in like August and September but then I just like ended up uh got to three weeks and I actually had a kind of just like a weird personal thing where I was like I'm gonna have a glass of wine and then I just broke it yeah absolutely so in uh January I'm going to yeah hopefully just be able to just buckle down and do it. It's so good. I mean, I felt so fucking good doing it. I felt great, like making my own almond milk and not eating anything with preservatives in it and like skipping the cheese and no bread. And I felt like after three weeks, I could really feel my body changing. So I'm excited to do that for myself. So that's my main thing, I guess. And then I would just everyone, I was, I would just wish, (laughs) sorry, wish everyone um, good health in 2019. That's my biggest wish for everyone that I love. Good health. Yeah. For you and for you and everyone you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want everyone to be well. How about you? I, I guess let me stop crying real quick. <laughs> let me yeah. uh, not tear up about uh, how I think what's wonderful about somebody like you is like, um, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, the world to hug and a couple <laughs> feathers. <laughs> and then other people are like, uh... I don't know, like uh, Bowflex, Bowflex, <laughs> Bowflex, six pints of beer and a Bowflex. You know, I mean, listen, I could benefit from a Bowflex too if anyone's <laughs> looking to give one away. But uh, yeah, I just want you know, good things for everyone. Yeah, to finally be able to catch a bullet in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? New Year, new you. New Year, new me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of it is career oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want Glaze to keep growing. Yeah. My live show. So good. It's doing really well. I'm really proud of it. Every show from the first one to the 11th one, they all sold out. 
Yeah. And the last one you packed, it seemed like more people than ever were there. Yeah, it was bigger than ever. I felt like I, for the first time, I didn't get a seat at a table because I've never missed one. I always love coming in. I like buy tickets early usually. and But I was like coming in from out of town and I was kind of late and uh, I didn't get a table and I was like pissed mm-hmm. because it was so fucking was packed. Fucking standing room. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I should just say thank you to Dr. Dabber for sponsoring the uh the giving out switches we raise money for charity a second yeah. city charity i've talked about on here before um called letters to santa in chicago that's another one you can donate to but they donated switches to be raffled off um they also made t-shirts for everyone that look fucking amazing yes uh so thank you to dr dabber if you want to find them on instagram it's at dr dabber and they make great stuff and they're very nice people so thank you zach and everyone over there uh i want glaze to crush it in the new year i want the show to be bigger and better than ever i have my wish list of guests that i would love to surprise myself and everyone else with and i i just have big hopes and dreams for it and so i think if i keep genuinely putting the work in on it it'll all lead somewhere it will i believe it i mean i've already seen jerry seinfeld howie mandel dave Chappelle, fucking neil brennan brennan yep fucking uh, Brett Gelman. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Who else? Crazy uh, fucking... Crazy people. Crazy people. Yeah. I, I just named all dudes. How awkward for me. Oh. Well, well, <laughs> that well. That doesn't matter. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yes. Um, who else has been on? Um, Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway. She's coming back, by the way. Stormy with Daniels. With Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, great. Or what's her name? Tommy. 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 Lauren. Yeah. Cool. Uh, she's going to drop by and do a guest set. Gavin McInnes from the Proud Boys will be coming through. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be really great. Fuck him. Oh, fuck him hard. Like, anyway. Yep. <laughs> um, that's, that's um, so that's glazed. I, I Yeah, it's just career stuff. I just want to move forward and do cool work that I create with you and on my own and have it pay my rent. That's uh, it. On that note of cool work that we're making, we Got a little news that we can't share, but... Well, we got some fucking news. We got some news. It's sick tight. I'm really fucking excited. Uh, we're going to be able to share it in the new year. Yeah. Oh, that is New Year, New Us. Yeah. Yeah. Is that um, we can announce some cool shit. Yeah, we got some cool news about Weed and Grub, and I'm really excited. And I'm just thrilled for all of the things that are hopefully going to come our way in the new year, travel-wise and food-wise and weed-wise and new friend-wise and all those things-wise. Penny-wise. And Penny-wise. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to meet that guy. He's going to be great. He's yeah. so fun. Everything floats. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Just a happy clown. I, I, um, I, this, this episode is a lot more heartfelt than normal, mm. but I also felt like I was more honest than I've been in the past. So this has been a really nice lesson in um, being open to talking with you in a new way or in a way that feels new on, on our pod. That's lovely. Yeah. I love that. We've spent the last few episodes talking to awesome friends, and this is the first time that you and I have just sat down to do an episode where we're just chat- chatting with each other, and we got a little little, uh, little baked and a little opened up our hearts a little bit. Yeah. I like it. I'm all about it. I mean, you know that like I'll take any opportunity to feel all the feels. That's how I am. So. I know. It's great. Well, and that's great because that means I take off the chastity belt around my heart and talk a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can lock it back up. Great, because are we done? Yeah, I think we're coming to a close. All right, I got to go protect myself. Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Um, (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, 
It really makes a difference when you download and subscribe and rate and review. All of those things really help us. Our numbers are growing. We're so grateful to everyone who's been listening and um, just interacting with us in our DMs and stuff. And please, you know, let your friends know about us if you dig us. And um, I don't know. What else? That's it. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We've got a couple more apps coming your way. Uh before the end of the year but i feel Mm -hmm. like yeah this is kind of our like christmas episode this is it yeah yeah have a holly jolly everyone happy merry christmas bye everyone bye